0: Was another thing I was going to tell you, I was going to tell you another story about the thing at work.
1: So, one guy couldn't go get the shot, yeah, because and then the other
0: guy did. Oh, yeah, okay. So, this other guy went and got the shot, so he had COVID. I mean, I probably gave it to him. <laughs> uh, he's another manager who sat next to me in a, in some meetings, and I he was so when I called in and said, Hey, you know, I was you know, had COVID, blah blah blah. They, they listed him to go get tested he came back positive. Anyway, he got he got the shot like right after he got. Like he didn't get sick from COVID. He was fine. You know, he was you know, like same with me. Like he had a little like twenty four hour bug basically, you know, and then after the ten days were up, you know, from quarantine, he went and got uh, the shot. Now he has guillain Barr syndrome. And basically that is is like your basically your muscles just quit working. Yeah, it's an autoimmune disease where, you know, you're uh your immune system attacks your nervous system. Right. And basically he just woke up one day and it's like overnight, woke up one day and couldn't walk. <clears throat> wow. Like he could move his arms like this. Like, I guess for people that can't see, I'm just kind of like acting like a monkey. Uh, but, and then like his legs, he could just kind of like, like just kind of twitch him a little bit. And he was in the hospital for over a month. He still hasn't been back to work.
1: Jeez. I had, yeah.
0: I, I had COVID what end of September is when I got it. And I think yeah. it was like that first week of, uh, not September um August end of is that right yeah end of August beginning of September uh, when did i i don't remember yeah that I sounds time. right i was about september october middle of November. september yeah okay um anyway yeah he's been gone work for a while so and obviously to like the guy the people that you know are, are part of the religion of COVID, they're going to be like, no, the vaccine didn't do it.
1: COVID did that. And, and, and we don't know. It could have been COVID because I did do... Well, <clears throat> as, as many sp- millions of people have had COVID by yeah. this point, and like you have never heard of that until right. like the vaccine yeah. started being a thing. I looked it up on the internet because one guy came in and he goes,
0: I oh, don't he has this thing called Gillian Barr, and he kind of explained it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to look into that to find out really what what he meant by it. So I, I did a little bit of research, and I mean, it, it can happen from... Any virus is, I guess, it is common in respiratory viruses, but it's also common from vaccines. Like it says right there on the internet, like it can't happen.
1: Well, because that's what vaccines are doing is they're evoking an immune response, and in the case of these vaccines, they're they're actually telling your body's cells to produce the virus protein. So it's almost like Mm -hmm. in and of themselves, they're inducing a little sickness to get your body to react to it. So right, body's reaction just ends up being ballistic.
0: Yeah. Everything went crazy, went haywire, and the dude, he is he is finally walking again. Helping with a walker and stuff like that, but that's just it, it's just it's just interesting. Like the dude was 100 percent fine. Like he COVID didn't even affect him. And the only reason he went and got the shot was because he didn't get paid. Because you know they had that that right, policy yeah. where if yep. you were were not vaccinated, you didn't get paid. But if, if you were vaccinated, you unless you wanted to use your time. And the guy did. You know he probably didn't want to use his time. I don't know what his situation exactly was, but I mean he went and got it because of. I'm guessing, you know, because in any in other case, why would you get it right afterwards? Like, I just don't understand that. Like, you, you get COVID, you get over COVID, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go get vaccinated now. Like, right afterwards, like, you got some antibodies running through your system. You're going to be good. But I I don't know. That kind of brings me up to what happened. So I was texting you guys about it the other day. And uh, there was, I don't, we had a, went to go to a meeting, and like the meeting had been getting canceled. But a bunch of us like just hung out. For a while, uh, you know, just bullshit. And we got to talk about politics. And I'm like, okay, I'm game, you know. I'll talk about this shit all day long. It, one, you could tell many people in the meeting, like, they just talking points from either Fox News or CNN, or they don't, they, I don't know. Some people, are like, I, I'm no expert. I never claimed to be an expert, but I, we do, I do read a lot and I do research a lot and I do listen to a f- crap load of, you know, political podcasts and to and other experts in the field. But, and like these people, just the stuff they're saying. But anyway, this one guy, like, he was real quiet the whole time. And then, like, afterwards, I went back out to the shop floor and he started talking. And he actually brought up the Second Amendment. And he was like, Well, you know, I don't believe, you know, that everyone should have, you know, like, he goes, So the Second Amendment was around when, like, muskets were around? And I was like, Oh, okay. One
1: of those guys, I was huh? like,
0: This is going to be fun. So I was like, uh-huh. I just, like, you know, listen, like, smiling, shaking my head. Yeah, listening to him. He's like, You know, and like, no nobody needs, you know, like a, you know, like an AK forty seven or an AR and it was like, Okay, I'm shaking my head and I said I said, Well first of all, I said, Do you know why we have a second amendment? And he's like, you know, I was like, second amendment is not to protect me. And there's another guy saying, like, it's not to protect me from him or him from me. I said, a second amendment is to protect us from the federal government. I said, the second amendment is the great equalizer. That's why we have a first amendment. It's to protect the first amendment. And I went on a little spiel. And the guy was like, <laughs> I mean, he kind of like laughed, shook his head. He's like, no, he goes, I mean, I, it's it's not, it's not, you know, for us. Because the government's going to come and get us. That can
1: never happen
0: here. And, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? And he said something about like. You know, if criminals couldn't get these guns, you know, then we we wouldn't need these guns. He's like, I I get why people have them because criminals can get them, and I didn't even go down the path of like, there's always going to be a black market, especially when you legalize or it makes something illegal. Yeah. I didn't even touch that. I, I, if I had time, I would have. And I said no. I went back to why there's a really a second amendment. I said no. I said the second amendment is to protect the people from the government. I said, that is why it was created. I said, so first of all, you're telling me that I shouldn't be able to own AR-15? I said, but the government can have the most advanced technology? I said, if they can have the most advanced technology and have missiles and tanks and crap, I said, I should be able to own AR-15. I was like, because that's why it's put in place. The guy, I ended up shutting him down. He didn't know what to say after that. But It's like, I can't, I can't, there's so many people out there that think the second amendment was for, it's for hunting purposes or it's for, you know, self-defense and why those are like happy byproducts of it. Right. That's not why it was originally, you know, then the conversation went into, uh, vaccines and the guy, he's, he, he anecdotally, well, first of all, he, he was talking about how, well, and it's old CNN talking points, you know, you, you can get vaccinated and you're less likely to get COVID. And I was like, no, he's like, no, no, you're less likely to get COVID. I said, no, that's wrong. He, you know, The guy just looked at me like, I'm, sh- I'm just like, no. I said, the data out there suggests that's completely false. Well, where are you getting this data from? You know, like the fake news, Fox News. I said, no, no, no. I said, I don't get the data from there. I said, I go to the source, whether that's the CDC, the NIH, or the World Health Order, or like these major health organizations, and I go look at the actual data at the source. I don't, I don't get cherry-picked data from CNN. I don't get data that's, you know, that shows like, you know, they'll take the date from, you know, this from here to here, but they shrink it down to these, you know, these these two-week or this one-month period and make it look, and it's super manipulate I said i don't do that i said you look at the data and it says something differently i said you are just as likely to can get covid and give covid even if you're fully vaccinated than a person who's not you know that is unvaccinated and then he repeated himself again i said no i'm like you're wrong and then he so then he has this anecdotal story with him and his his family of 10 people seven out of 10 people are uh are vaccinated and there's three that aren't and the three that weren't vaccinated they uh you know they got covid and i said i just looked at him i said how do you know that you didn't get COVID, but you may be more asymptomatic Cause, because you did get vaccinated? Because I will say the one thing about the vaccine so far, it does kind of prove for most people <coughs> that you, 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 get the, you get the vaccine, you, uh, you are, I guess, uh,
1: your symptoms are less. I don't, than- even, I don't even know that I believe that in... My reasoning is because for most people, COVID's not uh-huh. severe anyway. Well, very true. So they lead with the claim that oh, if you get this, mm-hmm. it won't be very severe for you. So then people go get it, and it ends up not being that big of a deal. Because I'll be honest, if it wasn't for this, the COVID hysteria stuff going on, and uh, yeah, and my conscience just like, well, this is what they want me to do in this case, so I'll do it. Sure. Uh, I I would not have missed a single yeah. day of work over that. Oh no, same. It was same. just the sniffles. Well, and a big deal. So they've. You see what I mean? It's like a self-fulfilling mm-hmm. prophecy. Like, well, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be less severe for you, and so you get it. And then the news is always blasting you with the horror stories of, like, oh, this uh-huh. guy, he's only 35, ventilator, and he died. And, yeah, that happens, but that's not the norm. Even To even, to
0: just, uh, <coughs> to uh, I guess, play on that. Like, let's just say, because I, I never thought of like that, and that actually does make tons of sense. But I'll give the guy the benefit of the doubt, and let's just say that getting the vaccine does make your symptoms less. It still doesn't prevent you from contracting it or giving it away and if I choose to not get vaccinated like that's on me I, I may have stronger symptoms but that's on me and and he said, you know well the, it brings up the same old thing that we heard forever like i you got I, I didn't get vaccinated for myself I got vaccinated so I wouldn't give it to my kids and, and my my grandma and blah blah, blah. and it's that's like also not true right yeah. and I said I said I said a year ago I said you could have made that argument and I was like And it was, you know, I guess people could have believed it. I said, but now? I said, that's been proven false a thousandfold. It's amazing that those people are still
1: out of there. Because I always see online, too, the, well, the polio vaccine and the smallpox vaccine. Mm. And it's like, my gosh, you guys, these aren't... Those two things are different because those aren't, like, animal vector viruses. Like, once you eliminate them from people, they're gone. These viruses can go into all manner of creatures and then come right back to people which makes the vaccine kind of useless right that's why yeah. there's a different flu shot every single year so mm-hmm. even if these vaccines do have some efficacy and they're going to be around you can't pretend like they're this magic silver bullet like i don't even know how that narrative is like still alive i, I given either the, given the present like what robert redfield the former head of the cdc just said in uh, whatever state he's in that 40 percent of all the deaths now were vaccinated people Mm -hmm. which I would be curious to know what the percentage of the population that is vaccinated versus unvaccinated to see statistically where that is really fallen. And the uh, other one is there was an article, uh, came out today or yesterday about natural immunity and they were basically saying it was, you know, 16 months or whatever like that. Uh And okay. So you're telling me that I can either just have natural immunity and then every year and a half plan on getting it again, which is kind of normal getting sick or i can take this injection that carries with it some risk every six months and it's a compounding risk right like the more times you take it right you're you're rolling the dice more and more and more Mm -hmm. so i don't know why that seems like such a beneficial trade to so many people because like okay the risk that i get myocarditis and i'm fucked forever right versus i get the sniffles because each time i get natural immunity i gotta assume that it is a little better than the previous time. Mm-hmm. Another thing the guy said is he brought up that stat of like 93% or whatever. Of all people,
0: you know, in the ERs are vaccinated. And I looked at him and I was like, that has been proven false so many times over again. And so everything you saying was just CNN talking points. I said, do you realize that that little stat right there that you just said? I said, that includes everybody from... Today, to when we first started with COVID, Uh and it was first being reported, I said in the beginning, you know, a year and a half ago, there was no vaccine. I was like, so you can't say that.
1: Oh, 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 really? Well, and you know, you see the new one too, the, the current head of the CDC... Um, we're, we might have to change our rules about what's considered vaccinated once the boosters are more widely available. So moving the goalpost to everybody who already pretends like, yeah, we just get the vaccines, It'll, they'll let us go, and everybody does it. before. No, this isn't going to end. It's going to no, be gonna the next thing, and the next thing, and then the passports, and then you know, get into the communism stuff a little later, I guess. But yeah. just the the vaccine thing alone is like, oh my gosh, people, this doesn't end. And you see, you know what's going to happen, right? They're going to go yeah. through this mandate phase. And they are going to get a whole bunch more people to get it because they're going to be afraid to lose their jobs, which is wrong and evil. But then they're going to have this huge percent of the population that is vaccinated, but the cases are going to continue to go up because Mm -hmm. it's winter. Yeah. And then what are they going to do? They're going to move the goalposts and say, well, these people aren't vaccinated anymore because vaccinated is only three shots yeah they're they're gonna push reset start the numbers over pandemic of the unvaccinated all over again yep Yep. and then it's gonna be with the passport thing right the triple vaxxed versus the double vaxxed versus the The no quadruple vaxxed
0: yeah i mean well because israel is what like six months ahead of us right now and they are uh i mean their their population of of vaccinated well it's changed now it used to be two shots you know like we just said vaccinated It, it was through the roof of percentage that were now now with the booster so three shots it's through the roof case they're still on the rise they're already talking about the fourth shot in Israel yeah because yeah. <laughs> they're about six months ahead of the rest of the world yep. so it's like what it, right there that right there it never ends and to, to end to end the conversation with that guy i i just i said all that and then i i really i need to get back to work and then I sat back down, done some of my computer real quick. And then I, I said, oh, one more thing. And this one guy next to me just started busting up laughing. He's like, you just can't let it go. And I said, I can't. I said, one more thing. I said, I just want to talk about the freedom thing real quick. And he's like, yeah. I was like, so I said, a lot of everybody thinks like, like, was like freedom is some safe, some some safety thing, safety bubble. And we've talked about this a thousand times before. I was like, freedom's dangerous. And then I brought up the the, the car. I like to use the car uh the car example a lot because there's and i think it's like 0.3 and i'm i mean i'm probably wrong i used to know it but basically every time you get in your car with belted or not there's a 3 a percent chance which is much higher than covid to go out and you're getting a fatal car accident you're gonna die um with covid it's you know even over like the every age group it's still like nine nine 99.96 or 98 or 97 or something like that so it's 0.3 versus like 0.03 something like that and i was like but i was like we're not talking about taking away everybody's cars right I said, but you're telling me, and I was like, so I like to use that as an example. Well, because
1: it- if we took away everybody's cars, the you know economy would shut down. There'd be nothing yeah. worth living. And, oh, so you mean like if we shut down all the businesses yeah. and tell people that they can't go to the store and they have to stay in their home, <laughs> that that has no yeah. negative impact on society and economies. Like it just, yeah, yeah, it's it's stupidity just compounded on top of mm-hmm. more stupidity. And I, you know, I even get frustrated. Uh, I just the people and even like where we work, the companies that. I don't know if they actually believe it or if they just want to believe it or if they're outright lying to everybody's faces, you know, like the, mm-hmm. we'll just do it and we can get back to normal or it's it's the best way forward. And it's like, no, it's not. Like, right. if, if that was the case, we'd already be there. And then the other one is, where does this end? It doesn't end. Look at all these other Western countries, Italy, France, Germany, England, Australia. This is headed towards passports. Switzerland, for crying out loud. Yeah. And what is the goal of the passport. I think it is increasingly hard to not see that as a thinly-veiled attempt at introducing something like a social credit score that comes with a bunch of communist policies that are a bunch of Mm eco-bullshit aimed at crushing the middle class, extracting wealth to the top, and living in a centralized, totally planned economy where everything goes from the top down. And I... I, You know, that still maybe is a little bit in conspiracy land for some people, I guess, but, like... Wake the fuck up! Like this is not is, hard to not, see. It's
0: not, it, and that's so. When I was having that other political conversation with those other people, I talk. I, I talked about that. I was like, it, "This is a slow march towards communism, and they're not going to do it quick because if it does, happens quick, people will see that it's happening and they'll put a stop to it." This isn't even. Let's just it, let's just entertain the idea that the, you know this vaccine is a depopulation uh, strategy, and there's a lot that could go into that to say that it is true. But for right now, we'll just entertain and say it definitely is. Like it's not going to happen over the next two, three, four years. It's going to happen over the next couple decades. Right. And it's just like with the communism thing, which has been happening. It's it's happening slowly. It's a very well, I, slow march. So I'll,
1: I'll I'll add this in there too. This is why America is different from Australia in the in why we aren't to their point yet. And it's because Americans do have guns. Yeah. They do have a rebellious streak. Yep. So they know they have to be very careful in the way that they go about this. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they go after specific people's jobs, right? First, it's healthcare workers. You can kind of understand that. And then it's, oh, we'll do federal employees because the president, you know, unfortunately he can have some say in that. Sure. And then it's going to be the OSHA thing and that'll get beat around in the courts a little bit, but it's probably going to happen one way or another. Mm-hmm. And they're going about it slowly because at each little turn, if they pick up, you know, 10% here, 10% there, yeah, people who go and v- get it in the midst of all this stuff are basically already conceding that, that they're going to just go ahead and get the next booster too, right? Because if you're not going to resist it now, why should anybody believe you when you say you're going to resist it then? It's right. just not how people work. Like, even if you go march in your little vaccine protest, but then you turn right around and you go scan your vaccine passport at the grocery store to get milk on the way home, you're not actually doing anything meaningful because you're still partaking in right. the bullshit system. Right. And that's what they want. They don't care if you're unhappy about it. They just need you to... Shut up and deal with it, and that, 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 right? And, and I said that too. You know that that's a huge problem, and it's
0: like we we've got friends, and they're really good friends of ours. But it's just like they 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 fail to get involved in politics. They fail. it's, it's ignorance really is bliss, you yeah. know. And they're just kind of like, oh, damn it, all right, you know, and just well, all right, I'll put the mask on. You know, it's stupid. I don't agree with it, but you know, it's just so much easier just to just to not be hassled and, and not be hassled. Fuck, you know, I, 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 I gotta have a job, you know? I can't just... Yeah. All, all right, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take your booster, you know? Um, fuck was that? Your beer? Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> I don't know what that... No- I thought that noise was coming from over here. Uh, Wade was digging around in, a, like, a little cooler or something. Um but it, it, it's it, it, and i and i understand it's it's so much easier just to be like all right okay all right and it's like but that's the thing is it's just one little tiny piece and another piece and another piece and another piece and pretty soon 20 years down the road you look back and you're like damn how would we get here but then it's too fucking late
1: well and i so to to spin off the covid stuff for a minute jump into the eco stuff cuz yeah. i think that's where you know in 10 years that's the the end here they'll use mm-hmm. this to introduce the passports The credit score, if that's what you want to call it, and then get people accustomed to the idea of essential only, Mm -hmm. you know, lockdown, limitations, rationing, supply chain stuff. So think about the World Economics Forum. You won't own anything and you'll be happy, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds like economic shit disaster and the government's just going to take care of everybody, right? And then uh, when you think about like lockdowns, think about climate shit, Right? Mm -hmm. So these people here can't drive, or we can't allow these kinds of vehicles, or we can't let these kinds of leisure businesses or leisure activities exist anymore, or we have to do this and we have to do that. That's where all that's headed. Mm -hmm. And then the passport becomes your, are you in compliance or are you not in compliance, which is essentially what a social credit score is, right? Are you playing by our rules or are you not? And that's going to determine what we allow you to do on the side right and you know the climate thing they've been beaten to death since the 70s and they've been wrong consistently since the 70s right even people who used to be climate folks um like i think one shit i could be getting it wrong i want to say michael schellenberger Mm -hmm. is the name um used to be the alarmists are now like well yeah this all got way out of hand at some point shit there was an article i just saw today it was like 1989 and it was like if we don't do some shit about the climate now by the year 2000, a whole bunch of places yes. might be uninhabitable. And it's just like, never it never happens. N- yeah. It's the same as the COVID study, right? They do this computer model. Oh, yeah. You know, like the one in the beginning that said 4 million people might be dead by the fall. And then so, yeah, I mean, of course people are going to panic. You mm-hmm. just told them a significant amount of people are going to be dead in the span of a couple months. Well, of course that didn't happen. And it was in like the low 100,000s yeah. or so, which is still... A lot, but that's not four million. But right? it, Completely it, different numbers. It's still
0: a lot, but it's also no different than what like any like yeah. deaths. That we just we just change how we reported it because you can look at the history of you know well it's since it's, like it's, the fifties it's on a, been on a steady increase, which makes yeah. sense because the population's also grown. But it, we didn't have this giant spike. You know, it's, it's the, the, the people
1: running these models, whether it's COVID stuff or climate stuff, they put garbage in, they get garbage out. Yeah, and it all fits a predetermined narrative because yeah. the people doing those studies are oh my gosh, pandemics, oh my gosh, environment, right? And yeah. so they always get a fixed result. Like one of the more recent uh, environment studies, um, and there will be no sources because fuck you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was basically saying that like, you know, yeah, there's going to be this huge you know, shift in like 50 years and all uh-huh. these bad, terrible things are going to happen. Well, when you look at it, the, the way the model worked was it basically assumed that all the electricity for the entire demand of Earth was going to come from coal which mm-hmm. we already know on its surface is not true because that doesn't account for natural gas, which is actually most of it. Yeah. And natural gas is actually pretty damn clean when it burns. And then you've got nuclear, and you do have some wind and solar and and things like that. So yeah. even before they start, their numbers are already fucked because they're not grounded in reality. They're grounded in this weird worst-case scenario. No. But they do that because it gives them the outcome they want. So then they can say, oh, look at us. We're ex-university with government funding, and I'm a phd in something look look listen to me listen to me trust the science and it's just yeah. a revolving cycle of shit show yeah yeah
0: yeah in the end the guy he i just i brought up the freedom thing told him you know I, was like, I don't want to live in a safety bubble you know i said if you want to do that i mean you can go to australia you know look at look what's happening there right i mean and, and it's saying it's like freedom like is freedom is not safe you know to have all the freedoms you want you're, you're, you you got to sacrifice. And I told him, I said, you're going to have some consequences. I said, it's just how life is. <gasps> and personally, there is no point in living if you're going to live as a slave. Right. Really. And, and, I, and I don't go get out people. And, you know, they're like, oh, it, oh it's not that bad. And it's like, I mean,
1: I mean, I mean it, it is. kind of
0: is. And but it's, you see, and it's you getting see, there. You see how they
1: get around this. And this goes back to the last time we talked is the whole cult mentality. Mm-hmm. They get people bought into the narrative so hard that it it literally becomes their church. It's sacred, yeah. And adhering to it is what makes them a good person. Yeah. And then so anybody who's against it is now the equivalent of, you know, a, a Middle Ages heretic that must be burned at the stake. Yeah. And so going after you, who just cares about like, dude, just leave me the hell alone, right? You're now evil and and must be persecuted because you're a threat to their thing that they consider sacred that makes them a morally good person. And so that. That push, right, from politics, I I don't know if it's just the nature of human beings to get pushed in that direction and go with things like that, because obviously religion and behaviors have been part of our history in one way or another since forever, or if there's like an insidious, you know, like, psyop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like they know this. Like, people, like, I know this. So, obviously, they know that. Mm-hmm. And if they can say shit to get a certain group of people to just roll with it and be their little drones, then... Yeah. I was talking to another guy at work. This was today and we, we were just I don't generally talk
0: to people, even though I just told you two stories at work about it. Like I don't I don't like to get in like political conversations necessarily because it it can always create some animosity, and especially if you're working, you know, it's just anyway. But I, I talked to another guy and uh he's not like pro vaccine. He got the vaccine and you know, but he, he's not you know, he's not like, "Hey guys, you got to jump on board." But he's he's more one of those guys that you know, you just, okay, I'll do it. You know, okay, I'll do it. His wife, is you know, family pressured him into it. And right. and a year ago, he was like, "Yo, my son has a heart condition, so I should you know go ahead and, and get it." And, and okay, you, all right. Now now, when we talked about that today, and I you know, and the guy's almost he's slowly, I want to say, kind of I guess waking up or like starting to realize. He was like, "Yeah, he goes, some this guy sent me an article." And, or it was like a video of an interview of this lady, like an airplane hanger. And he goes on and on and on. The lady's like, I'm leaving the country after this. You know, the government's after me. But the whole point was the lady said in the interview, like in, you know, in, in a few years, there's going to be a pandemic and it's going to happen. And then they're going to make a vaccine. And this is what's going to happen. And I'd, I'd like to see it, the, the interview. Yeah. But he was like, it's just really weird. And I, I know nothing about that interview, but I was like, yeah. so then I brought up like event 201. And then I brought up the World Economic Forum. Right. And that kind of stuff. And, and by the end of the conversation, the guy's like, What the fuck? I said, Yeah, man. I said, This is I was like, this is public information. Mm-hmm. I was like, I told him where to go. I said, You can go look it up. I said, I'm not gonna sit here and try to, you know, like, you know, just like shove this down your throat. I said, but there you know, there are people out there, you know, the 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 Clintons, the Gates, you know, the Klaus Schwabs, the Soroses and, you know, the Bilderberg group, you know, all the all this, you know, like they really do. Like, want to, you know, that, that, and they come out and they say it publicly. I also told them about Bill Gates' TED talk, you know, a few few years ago, how depopulation was the answer and vaccines were how we get there. And and it's like, they're not hiding it, but we're still crazy. And like, I I don't get, I don't get how people like, it's right here, guys. It's right here. I can show it to you. You still
1: fucking fail to recognize it. I mean, society has groomed weak men, basically. I mean, it's like, so I've got two goats out there. You know, they're not stupid, but they're ridiculously stubborn, mm-hmm. right? In a stupid way. Yeah, You know, they're livestock animals. And that, I think, is unfortunately a huge portion of the American male. And I, I don't mean that to be like a belittling of women thing, but in my opinion, it's, you know, like the meme right now is, well, meme, uh, the mama bear thing, right? Like mm-hmm. some some angry mom who's who's mad at like, you know, school board or it used to be before all this stuff, the anti-vax was like, you know, the the vegan homeopathy Instagram mom, mm-hmm. right? And, and things like that. And that was kind of where that world was. And it's because, you know, love it or hate it, women are generally less intimidating. They're less threatening. And for whatever reason, misogyny, whatever you want to call it, they're easier for the powers that be to just write off as some crazy rambler, right? Yeah. But when a man gets pissed off, and he gets in your face, and he's mad about something, it's a game changer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's a video of Joe Biden right now where he's talking to some welder uh, about guns that's been going around the internet. I think the guy's name was Jerry Wayne or something like that. But anyway, you can see the dynamic in that video, I guess, to get a sense of what I'm talking about. Biden talks with him, but then kind of gets in his face and puts his finger like, almost at his chin and stuff like that. And the guy stops and no, 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 you're not going to do this shit. This isn't cool. You know, this isn't right in in regards to you, because that's what Biden's doing, right? He's clearly the intimidation thing. And then the guy pushes back, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of that dynamic that's at play right now. And if there's not men that start standing up and men that start making more of a stink, then yeah, man, we're screwed. It's the whole, what is it? The, uh, Hard men make good times, yeah, good times make, make weak, weak men, men, weak, weak men, men make, make bad hard times, times or whatever. bad yeah. times make good yeah. men, you know, it's yeah. like it's like that big cycle, yeah. and, and we're kind of at that point where we need a lot more people to start, you know, stepping up and, and getting engaged, and I think it's good that we've seen, like, even at the school board stuff here here in town, there's mm-hmm. been more dads showing up, you know, when, you know, more or less, that would have been something that was always just moms that were concerned about something, yeah. and,
0: yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's actually it's it's kind of sad, but it's also kind of it's it's nice it's finally happening, but it's it's sad that it took this all of this to get people involved. Yeah. I mean, but it had, something had to get people involved because before most people like, you know, the school board or just here, even your local like, you know, the local uh, elections are, are right around the corner, you know, for all the towns, you know, the mayors and stuff and school board, they're you know coming up November 2nd. Yeah. And it, it's finally taking like all this to get people actually involved, because in the past it was always like, especially for your small town elections and your school boards and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, for the ones who did go vote, well, all right, he's whatever, you know. You see, he's there, vote for yeah. him, you know. And, and except for your Karens who went to the school board meetings, you know, the, the same people for the last 20, 30 years have gone to those meetings, and 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 it's also and, and you got now you got teachers that are like. Oh this can't be happening how dare they come to this and it's like no they're finally involved in their kids education right. they're finally involved in local politics and and for for you know, decades upon decades, you guys have been able to do whatever the hell you want. Well, it's for funny because
1: because they'll always bitch about well, nobody's involved and nobody goes to these things and nobody cares. Then, but as when soon people as they start do, showing up, it's like, oh my god, what are you doing in my business? Yeah. You know, then they
0: get the National School Board to label yeah. them as domestic terrorists, and they, you know, now the FBI's looking at them because you they, see you, that you the National
1: School Board uh, wrote another letter, basically rescinding the first letter and apologized for it. I did, I did, which because is because they've amazing. had so many state boards yeah. of education like basically just sever ties that it has to have nuked them financially. Because you figure these are all paid positions. Yeah. Right? Why do we have a national school board? None of this shit makes any sense to me, man. Like, it's I don't all get why we bullshit. have state school boards. I I don't even... You know, I saw something today. I didn't. I hadn't read it yet. Uh, I saved it, though. Is public education even constitutional? Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's not a thing. I mean, if a state wants to do it, sure. Which, Which I guess would be why that public education is left to the states. <clears throat> but even that would beg the question of... Why are we doing so much of this stuff? Yeah. You know, and why is something like vouchers so controversial?
0: I think as much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured too. Uh, Watch one off. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the money should fall. Like, even if they're going to take it from me, like, let me choose where I send my kid with that money. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. It's funny how the, 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 uh, the school choice
0: all these crazy... Well, they say it's unfair to, say- to poor
1: kids, right? Well, what's more unfair to poor <laughs> yeah. kids, right? The fact that they have a harder time getting their kids into, say, the district that I live in because they can't afford the houses that are here, right? Uh-huh. Because if you don't live in a $300,000 house minimum, right, yeah. you're not going to go to that school. So that automatically keeps out a certain class of people. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so What I'm arguing
1: sooner? for is... Eliminate that discriminatory stuff that's based on economic class, and let anybody who wants to come here, who can come here, or is willing to come here, do it. It's funny because these people
0: that are anti school choice—they think it's all about because people want to, you know, education to be privatized and send, you know, send kids to private schools, which I'm, I'm for. (coughs) But at the same time, it's like no, that's not all. It is. It is exactly what you just said. There was some uh, lady, and this is recently on Twitter, and she's high up in this. Uh, probably, probably National School Board, some dumbass. But she, she was saying if, if people really wanted school choice, they would allow. And just said exactly what you just said.
1: And all these ch- school choice people are like, well, yeah, that's that's exactly what we want. Hey, thanks oh, yeah, for yeah, jumping yeah, on yeah, board. It was, finally, it was I just got off the phone with a mom or something who is sending her kid to a different school across town where they have a mask mandate because she's worried about COVID. Yes, yes, and yeah. she thinks she's making some sticking point about all these terrible people. But it's like that's, that's kind of what we want. That's exactly we, we, what want, we, want, we want you to yeah. be able to send your kid to a school. You Want. that does doing what they want like so where i live now right this school district is doing the mass thing i'm unhappy about it we've been battling all that at the school board and things like that mm-hmm. uh the next school district north right mm-hmm. just up by colwich renwick they're not doing that and so it's like okay well can i put my daughters there And it's it's like well no you can't do that middle of the year you know you can enroll for next year but we would only take a mid-year transfer you know if you were moving well if there was a voucher system where the money was tied to the student and not the district where i live past a certain enrollment date yeah my money just comes out goes over here and then i could go to a school that i wanted to right without having to even go to a private school because these are all public schools yeah well and it also it it helps create
0: better teachers that's what i don't get when when there's competition it creates something better because if everybody sucks people are going to quit taking their kids to that damn school they're going to send them to other schools but it's, it, it creates that, it's that lazy union mentality, Yeah, like especially for teachers that know, like, I really don't got to do anything. I mean, and I'm not calling teachers out because there's a lot of really good teachers in this world, but then we also know there are a lot of fucking stupid teachers out there, and they really, they go to school every day like, eh, you know, it's no big deal, you know, I always got a paycheck coming, especially when you get tenure, you know, it's like, ah, you know, it's a steady paycheck, and you really don't have to do anything. But when there, when it creates competition, you actually have to work worked, you know, to, 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 right. to, to be better then it, you know, it creates a better everything. I don't get how that's not, a, you know, I don't, these people are, are nuts, but it, it goes back to the, the school boards. I mean, it's a big money you know, when you start it, it, Let's just say, you know, one day we do get school choice and we can actually use vouchers and we can actually send our kids to private schools. We want, well, that takes away money from public schools, and they do not want that. Right. I mean, the national school boards, the state school boards, the local school boards, that's money out of their pockets. So why do you think they want to fight it so bad?
1: Yeah, yeah, because that's the school board's job, right, is to, to play the money game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's less money that they potentially have because now you're not dealing with the public school yeah. board. You know, it's it's a school that might not even have a school board, like a private school, right? yeah. where it's just like it's literally the principal. Yeah. Maybe a superintendent if there's more than one, mm-hmm. but that's it. <clears throat> That would be the best (laughs) long-term fix for this country, though, I think, in a lot of ways, um, as far as, like, a structure change that we're going to make, would be to really assault public education in the way that it's funded hard to drive competition and things like that. And You know, there's a lot of ticked-off liberals that, you know, they blow their gasket over, oh, it's just a way to religion and blah, 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 and, like, maybe, I mean, I'm not against that, but I I don't even know that that would be the norm, because most people... I don't necessarily even think they're seeking an explicitly religious-themed school. They're just seeking a better school with no bullshit, right? So, like, let my kid go to a school where there's not critical race theory stuff and it's not ran by COVID maniacs. Like, like, just let them be a normal kid and learn normal things. Maybe go to a school that isn't doing this common core math bullshit, right? I just want my kid to learn multiplication the way that I did, right? Well, even if it is a religious thing, so why does that why does that matter to you so much? Yeah, because, if I because do as wh- if people that would send their kids to a religious school aren't already religious and teaching their kid about religion at home. Exactly. And then they say that, oh, well, it's public dollars. And, like, it's literally tax dollars that you took from that person. We're yeah. just tying that allotment to the kid right. instead of to the school district. Yeah, take so th- I'm religious— why do I have to pay for your non-religious bullshit that teaches things that go against my religion? Mm-hmm. Like, how is that fair? Right, right. Exactly. I I I don't
0: understand the arguments that I always come up with. Make zero sense. And and the only thing that because I, I, I do get on arguments with people on Twitter about this, you know, they they come back and say, oh, you know, it's 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 going to hurt poor communities and it's going to do this and I, 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 <clears throat> please
1: tell me how it's going to hurt, hurt poor communities so sense. bad. Right. And let me give you this little anecdote. Here in Wichita. Several years ago, they closed three or four different neighborhood schools, right, and moved all those kids to these other schools. <clears throat> when they sold those old buildings that, that used to be schools, part of the contract was that they could not be turned into a private school. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So why would they need to do that? Yeah. Right? Obviously, there's a demand there for these people in these neighborhoods to have these nice, small, convenient schools. Yeah. But the district didn't want to fund them or couldn't fund them anymore, or whatever. <coughs> It just, it's insane, right? And so what hurts the poor kid more now that the kid's got to go get bused halfway across town or the lack of a school that's, you know, close by and smaller? Yeah. And even if kids did leave these public schools, right? Let's say half the kids left and went to other schools. Mm-hmm. How is having smaller classroom sizes with more one-on-one time with a teacher not an improvement? Because All everybody right. would still recognize that. So now so. instead of having this urban school that's incredibly overcrowded, let's say, a percentage of those people leave and go to different schools. How is that not better for the kids that remain at that school, yeah. right? To have more one-on-one time with a teacher in a smaller population where they're less of a number and more of an individual. Like, like there's no information out there ever that says that's a bad thing. Right. So the only thing they have left is funding. Okay. Yeah. That's it. So your football stadium's not as nice and, like... You know, maybe you don't get a new desk every year, and the principal doesn't make a hundred thousand dollars. That's what it's really about. Yeah, you know,
0: the principal and the board members and all the you know, it, it's baffling to think that they're you know that there are people that actually believe that it would hurt communities, and it's like I just don't get like giving somebody a choice where to send their kids is bad for the student. Like, no,
1: that that it it it's a terrible argument. It makes no sense. Well, you see the narcissism too in, in the in the nicer school districts, like like where I'm at, mm-hmm. where you know they'll go out there and say that oh the the school district here is it's an asset to the community, right? This this district is so nice, it's what attracts people to this area, mm-hmm. and that's true in a lot of ways. But is that a product of the school board doing a good job managing that school, or is that a product of everybody who lives here has at minimum a three hundred thousand dollar house? And the best indicator of crime and things like that tends to be more correlated with income than anything else so yeah. you have an area where you have a bunch of wealthier ish suburbanites who generally come from more statistically stable households yeah and then that produces a school system that is more all those attributes mm-hmm. right so so which one is it is, is it because man the administrators at the school just did such a great job or is it because of where the school is yeah, it's what, because yeah. go anywhere else in town, and, and follow that through, mm-hmm. and and what are you gonna see? Yeah. Are you gonna say, oh, well, these board members they suck. That principal he's just garbage. That's why that's cool shitty. Or, no, it's because there's less income there. There's just inherently more crime. It's yeah. more forgotten. The kids have more adversity to deal with in the other aspects of their lives, and so mm-hmm. the outcomes tend to not be quite as good on average as other places. So, which is it, right? But you can't tell these people that they can't pat themselves on the back. Because right. they're heroes, right? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's... I don't know. It just...
0: Giving, giving people a choice, just a, the worst idea you could ever, ever do, I
1: guess. Yeah. But Well, and I think any, any normal person probably knows people that, you know, play the address game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have people in my family that oh, yeah. have used different addresses just to get... You know, kids in, in one area or another because they think that that's what's best. Yeah. You know, even if they can't afford to live in that area or whatever. And I think everybody should be allowed to do that and you shouldn't have to be sneaky about it. Yeah. You know, so why are we putting people in that situation? Why can't they just say, you know what, I'm down on my luck and I don't have a lot of money, but I would really like my kid to go to the best possible school I could send them to. I mean, everybody thinks that about college, right? Yeah. I want my kid to go to the best possible one that I could afford or the best possible yeah. one that they could get into. Why are we not doing that with K through 12? Right. Why well, is that so hard? And, it, and, and, and if we did actually
0: do, if we had the choice, we had, I guess, the ability to break this system. I mean, the, all of this, this whole conversation from the beginning of this podcast up until now, it all sta- it all starts around education. Like, yeah, you know, obviously how what's taught in college, and then now is trickling down into K through twelve, critical race theory, that kind of stuff, that indoctrination, that that progressive, that liberal ideology. I mean, or, or the fact that they if watched, we can get away from that, and, yeah,
1: they watch CNN for current events. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and just <laughs> you know, as we talk about the the COVID morons, the COVIDiots, whatever you want to call them uh just the the sheer lack of critical thinking like the inability to think two steps ahead yeah well i only can think about what's right now and right now vaccine means it's over but it's like no this isn't really about that that's not what we're talking about we're talking about the thing that happens four steps from now right because yeah. we're thinking ahead and yeah. that's the adult way to look at things right it's the the compounding consequences right mm-hmm. if i do this one you know otherwise known as the domino effect and uh yeah that's just where we are
0: well it's it's just easy to not think about anything just put your head down regurgitate
1: the talking points that are given to you and just follow orders well it's like the it's like my goats right it's like let's say i'm trying to corral the goats up and uh so they're running right they don't they don't want to get penned up you know Mm -hmm. they don't want to go where i'm trying to put them so they run around like crazy and then what they'll do is they'll like they'll run into the barn thinking they're going to hide but then once I'm in the entrance of the barn, they have nowhere to go. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit!" and like freaking out. Like I can't get out of here, right? Yeah. And and that's that's COVID people. That that's the
0: mm-hmm. man. Just
1: get your vaccine; it'll be over, dude. Yeah. Like that's that's those people. They're running into the barn. It's
0: never gonna be over. It's only over till we we as the people decide we've had enough. But right now, yeah, it's just it goes back to you know the hassle, the confrontation. It's easy just to put your head down followers, you know, just, just, a, okay, guys, it's not that big of a deal. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going.
1: I saw a cartoon a while back, like, you know, newspaper, comic cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Those still And it
1: was, uh, <clears throat> it was cows. Pretty sure it was cows. One of the cows wasn't going into the, the shoot. Yeah. And then the other cow was yelling at him, Hey man, it's not that big of a deal. Just come up here. They give you all the food you want. And then like in the distance at the end of the chute, is the slaughterhouse. Right. Yeah. And it's like that's 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 exactly what this is. Yeah. The old bait and switch.
0: Mm-hmm. You know one thing too that so like we would people I guess if they well, the ones that probably listen to this podcast or more, they think more like us. But there might be someone out there that runs runs across and thinks we're crazy conspiracy theorists. Because a lot of people they get they get, I guess, tied up with like they think the, all the CNN and all the main the, the corporate press and the mainstream media and the president and all these people they're all in it like together. And and, and we all know that it's impossible to get all those people in on the same thing, the same page, the same time. But it's like I think a lot of these people, even from like uh, you know like. Fucking Brian, what, Stetler, like, all the, you yeah, know, the, yeah. the, the, the CNN assholes, you know, uh, Don Lemon or whatever. They just regurgitate, like, stuff they're told. And so many people also, we we grew we, 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 in a time when, like, newspapers and, like, the media, they reported the actual news. We never really, like, it was always like, okay, those people wouldn't do us wrong what they're going to say is true. So what got me thinking about this, because I was on the way over here, I was listening to uh, the Rogan podcast with Michael Malice. And uh, one thing that, like, it's that Sanjay Gupta guy, the yeah. CNN nerd, you know, the right. doctor for CNN. He went on Rogan's podcast. He Then he, he went back and did damage control controlled CNN, like, the next day or, you know, a couple days later. And they rambled off a stat about people, like, vaccinated people, like, or no, it was unvaccinated people are getting COVID or dying from COVID or something. More, I forget. I forget exactly what I said, but it was completely false. But the problem is, the anchor on CNN says it like she knows what she's talking about. She even said like this is fact, and it's not fact. Right. The doctor didn't correct her, and so many people like that guy I was talking to who was just regurgitating those CNN talking points. They just believe
1: that. Yeah. Well, it's because you don't have to think, right? It just gets yeah. fed to you. you it's, know, you're a dumb goat. She yeah you're just waiting on the shit to come on the other side of the fence i just can't like the and and that's all cnn is anymore and you know even like that jen Psaki or whatever her name is the press secretary like her whole job is just to feed bullet points to an to a specific audience mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter if anything is well thought out yeah. or actually true or backed up they just yeah. need it's the uh appeal to authority mm-hmm. right well it must be true because it was on a big cable news network well it must right. be true because the white house press secretary is the one who said it, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're somebody who's really bought into authority and really thinks that that authority genuinely only has your best interest at heart, then yeah, you're going to believe that every single fucking time. And it doesn't matter what it is, right? And so that's why it's going to be, well, now you're not vaccinated unless you have the third booster, the fourth booster. Well, now you got to have this passport thing. And we'll now maybe you can't drive your gas car anymore and gas should be $6 a gallon. And well, now there's lots of inflation, but you know, really this is good for you because your wage is going to go up next year. Oh man. You know, shit like that. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's what it's going to be, or it's going to be, well, you know, because you didn't meet these criteria, we're going to start moving your insurance costs way up or, well, we don't want you guys living in houses anymore. So now you have to go into these downtown condo type units right or, or whatever it is and, and, and as long as it's coming from authority those people are gonna just roll with it which yeah. is I don't know I just yeah rage on behalf of the machine right God, is, you know, that's another thing
0: too rage against the machine we were talking about it the day in our, our little group chat with the well because the, the whole thing, thing is,
1: is fuck the authority right like yeah, and rage against you know, screw the police and things like that but now it's like yeah the authority yeah Rage you know? Against the Machine, they they
0: only allow vaccinated people into their concerts, and I thought that was the most hilarious thing, because Rage Against the Machine is supposed to be... You know when punk rock used to be, you know, like, fuck authority, like, uh, the government, you know, like, fuck the feds, that was like the libertarian punk rock way, and now it's not like that, because even the offspring, you know, they... They fired their drummer because he had an actual medical condition and could not receive the vaccine. It would kill him. That's what his doctor said. They fired him because he couldn't get the vaccine. And it's like, what happened to punk rock? Right. I mean, punk rock used to be that. Now it's not. It's like they finally got their way, and they're like, cool, man. Like, and they were
1: all commie bastards anyways, most of them. Yeah. Um, I but. Well, it just it got super infested with, like, Betas that want to feel tough, mm-hmm. right? And so it appeals to them in their mind because it's a it's a self image, but it's not really real. And it, I don't know, it just it got really strange. Yeah. What What do you think about uh,
0: Alec Baldwin and the whole thing going down?
1: You know, <laughs> here's my honest thoughts. I feel bad for Alec Baldwin because I could not imagine myself being in a situation where some horrible accident like that happened where i will give him some benefit of the doubt because we we all watch movies with lots of guns Mm -hmm. and things like that and we see them go off all the time and to to do that thinking that it's going to be okay and then it's not and Mm -hmm. somebody dies and this isn't a judgment on whether i think he should be you know, guilty or anything, which I, I think he should be. But I, I feel very sorry for the guy because it's very clearly something that he didn't intend to happen, and that must feel awful, right? <laughs> yeah. But that being said, what we know now is that there were at least two or three other misfire events on the set of this yeah. movie, and then I, I think misfire. I, I would get hated for this, and I, I would understand it, and I would accept the hate. But it, it, you're always supposed to treat a gun as if it's loaded. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that's the shit you learn when you're 10 years old, if yeah. you live in Red America, right? And that should be true 24-7. Mm. I, I would be willing to cut a little bit of slack for people in the environment that Baldwin is because you're playing dress-up, right? These are supposed yeah. to be toys, essentially. And apparently they weren't. So the question I would have, though, is like, man, they had like two or three other you know, what they're calling a misfire. That's the thing is like misfires. Like, What's
0: what guns, it, don't, like, shoot themsel- like guns yeah, don't
1: shoot themselves. like guns don't shoot by themselves. <laughs> that's the opposite of a misfire. Yeah. Right? That's like you, know, you actually shot a live bullet. So the question has to be, how was live ammunition on a set like Yeah. Or or what was in you know, I, I mean I guess we keep saying live ammunition, was it a bullet? Was there just something inside the blank casing? Like what what no. specifically was the mechanism going on there? And people should be held accountable, I think um you know, if, if there is justice in the law and equal treatment, Alec Baldwin would get, you know, negligent manslaughter or something like that and have yeah. to do a year or two in jail. I mean, that that's what would happen to any mm, one of us. Absolutely, yeah. Right? Um, the Whoever was prepping that gun should also get in some sort of absolutely. accessory trouble or something like that because they helped set that situation up. Um, you know, and I, I see a lot of the jokes and, and I laugh and I chuckle. And it's dark humor and I do a lot of that stuff and... I get it, but part of me wonders, though, it's like, I don't know, I just... Man, my, that, would, that would be so terrible oh, yeah, to totally. be that guy right now, my, you know?
0: My wife was telling me, though, I guess when they, they shot that scene and they reached, They had to reshoot the scene, Yeah. like, I, he wasn't happy, and he goes, how about I just kill you both? And then pulled the trigger and, yeah, like, killed so, one so, and, like, wounded yeah, another. What,
1: <laughs> what I heard is they said, like, is this what you want? And I don't know if that was... A line in the movie, or if that was like a rock, you guys. Yeah, it's just interesting to like blanks. I've shot a lot of blanks my days, a
0: lot of blanks, and there are like some blanks, like even like little twenty two, like you know, yeah. Others have like a little cap at the end, and yeah, that cap could could shoot out, but it's it's a little little like very thin rubber like cap. It's not going to kill you, so those had to be live. Had to be actual bullets. So then, you, you know, you, what you said, it's like, like, why was there real bullets on the set of a TV? like and, and guns don't...
1: The only I, thing I, I can figure is that there's, like, maybe they have blanks, like, for the purpose of, like, you know, loading something in a movie. if, if I don't I can't even think of if they actually ever show that, but, like, if he's loading a revolver in a movie. Maybe there is some sort of fake bullet thing that's supposed to just burst apart or, or dissolve when it shoots, you know? Almost maybe. like a super thin frangible or something, but, but I don't know. That's... Yeah,
0: uh, one thing too that irritates me is though, you just keep seeing headlines of, like the gun misfired three other times and it's like first of all, guns don't misfire. People make guns because guns don't do gun, anything. Yeah, right. guns don't shoot by themselves. But the the bad thing is it, it it shows the ignorance of the people writing that 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 headline. It shows the ignorance of people that that actually believe that guns can just misfire. Even people I know that have taken concealed carry classes and have. You know, uh, they, they grew up around guns their whole life. I had this conversation with people. So when I conceal and carry, I have one in the chamber, loaded, ready to go. Why? Because if I ever have to use that firearm, I'm not going to wait the split second and try to rack around and then try to go shoot it. I would rather save that split second and just pull the trigger. The gun doesn't pull the trigger by itself. Well, it could get bumped. I'm sorry. I've been around guns my whole entire fucking life. I've dropped guns on accident. Didn't go. It didn't show. Like yeah. it's just, And it, I guess it could happen. But it's like that's still that mentality that guns just accidentally can misfire when ones in the chamber. It doesn't happen. That it. It, it just doesn't. So, but you, you could. You, the person can write that headline. They can say, "Oh, gun misfired three times." And people are, "Yeah, that's just nuts nice why we shouldn't have guns because you know they can just shoot by themselves, man." Right. It's like no, that doesn't happen. But it just shows ignorance. Of that person wrote it and people are still gonna believe in it
1: and it. Well buy into and it's it. also you know, Alex Baldwin is a celebrity and he's very wealthy. And he was also the producer of that movie. Mm-hmm. And so if they say that it's, you know, faulty prop or something like that, sure it's, it's an attempt to get him off the hook. Because yeah. even if even if he was the one who pulled the trigger, as the producer, he's still ultimately the one responsible for the props that they have, who's handling the props, what kind of props are they, what's the stuff coming in and out, mm-hmm. like it's a there's a lot of that going on too yeah oh absolutely it's shielding their own yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and it's funny because he's a pretty bit anti 2 a type guy too
1: yeah oh yeah and then yeah. the memes are just out of they're out of this world right now
0: yeah the trolls I mean yep. you know my air 15's never killed anybody but this guy he's killed two people already you know right or something right like and it's like oh Michael malice he's on a roll like oh yeah that guy's yeah. something else but I don't that just I don't know the whole thing the whole thing seems really weird I'd love to know what actually happened. You know, was there live rounds? There kind of had to be live rounds. I don't know. It's just, I just find it crazy. And then I, the art, the headlines. Well, piss if me the so, fuck if it off. was
1: live ammo, and it was live ammo the, on the previous couple of occasions, was there nobody there that would like had enough knowledge about like firearms to be like, oh, okay, Johnny, can you go look at all of the ammo that we have and like make, make sure, sure we got that, real like, this Stuff isn't fucked. Or like, if you weren't sure, like if you really just didn't know, and you had this box, rather than trying to like grab shit out on your own when you really didn't know and you're just like okay well we're just gonna put all this stuff in the box and i'm gonna go to the movie prop store real quick and or, or you know some guy that makes ammo and just have a hundred blanks made in front of me you know what i mean yeah. like yeah it just it's, it's so nuts
0: no no some of those memes though have you seen the ones of biden so, you know he had that... Uh, yeah, yeah, his town hall where he's
1: holding his hands like a retard. What is going on? Ice. <laughs> I think, because because there's another one right before that, the one where they say he's like shut down like a robot and he's got his head down. Uh-huh. And then if you look at the one, look at his facial expression when he has his hands up, like yeah. he's pooping or something. He does look like he's trying to take a shit. He's listening. I think he's listening. To oh, yeah. 100%, 100% he's getting fed. This is the question Anderson Cooper is asking. This is what you need to say. Yeah, and he's not smart enough or he's too old and too
0: stupid to not realize that he should just act normal and listen and kind of nod your head that's why they don't
1: let him answer questions after press conferences that's why they always rush him away from the crowds there's always a person who intervenes yeah you know and there was even the one where he was sitting down with boris johnson and boris johnson was like oh we have time for a couple questions and then they were and then biden even made a comment good luck right because there's somebody pulling the strings oh yeah not allowing that to happen there's even been
0: interviews where he goes Someone has asked, "Do we have time for questions?" And he looks off to somebody. In the, do we have time for questions?
1: Right. right. You're like, the, the president. You're the president. They wait on you. Yeah. But yeah. No. Nope. Not how that is. I, hey, you know. I. On that note, it's uh, I, even for people who support Biden. Bless your heart. The man is 78 years old. You don't think they've got him pumped full of some shit?
0: Oh, so God. that he can
1: stay awake for eight hours a day? Yeah my god you think he's up walking around doing all that stuff on his own all day mm. long fuck no god we need term limits oh we need them something fierce yeah. it's just it's so bad like like <clears throat> um yeah it's just rough i forget what that stat is for the
0: oh but it's like how many people in congress are like over the age of like 70 yeah and it's like half half the people it's not the people that are making decisions that will you know, basically guide us on how we live our lives, are living, like, their thinking is decades old. Yep. If we want to be, you know, progressives and free thinking and, you know, change is good, then why are we having people that old? I mean, then we got someone like AOC, who's barely 30 years old and, you know does done pornos or something. I'd rather have her than the
1: old farts. Though, I, I actually would too. At least I would what too. she's saying is like, okay, I know that that's where she stands. Right. I'd rather know where she stands yeah, yeah, than, yeah. than play the bullshit game. Yeah. No, I, I wonder if, uh, some of that is the old people want to pretend like they're relevant and so they just pick up some woke pop culture shit and then that's what they roll with. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, back to the age thing, you know, not to be like terribly ageist, because, you know, I know old-timers that are great and got their shit together, but in general, as an adult male who's married with a family and a job and things like that, mm. when is the last time you looked to any 70-plus-year-old in your family or in life that you were like, this is the guy that I'm going to get very, very specific, immediate financial, career, and money advice from? Yeah. Never not a single time never that is solely the person that you go to hear old war stories from have a good time with on the holidays maybe get a few chuckles and they play with your kids and that's about it and that's not to like talk shit on old people and say that they're not valuable it's just that like we're in different worlds so and and we don't see things the same way anymore a prime example of that we went out of
0: town last week and we were coming back we end up stopping at a mcdonald's on the way home in emporia because the son was hungry and uh, I'm just sitting there eating, and like, there's some old guys that came in, and they were doing what old guys do, and they go to McDonald's and eat their yep. ice cream and drink their coffee or whatever. This one guy comes in, and they start talking about cryptocurrency, and I'm just kind of like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm butting, I'm, I'm listening to their conversation, but they, they, one, they're like way off what crypto is. They do not know what a cryptocurrency is because most people when they think a cryptocurrency they just think of Bitcoin. Right. I don't even know what a Bitcoin is, but and it's like. So these guys had no idea. But it's a of pride for them, right? I don't even know what a Bitcoin is. Yeah, I'm so and it's awesome. Like, it's like that. So that it, at this point, people our age should definitely know what cryptocurrency is. They really should. A lot of people don't still. But it's just it's like, yeah, I'm not going to take financial advice from those old guys because they, they look at it as, oh, it's this crazy new technology. I don't understand that. I'd never get involved in that. It's like, actually, if you really looked into it, you can make a whole fucking lot of money off of it. But they don't know. Why would you go back to what you said? Why would you take financial advice? You don't take advice from those people. You shouldn't. But we, we,
1: we, we still elect them in office. We live in a whole world full of it, man. It's, well, and it's money, right? And it's like even here in Kansas, you know, to be in the state legislature, it doesn't pay diddly, right? Yeah. So the only way you're going to get into that is if you are very wealthy on your own. Yeah. Or you just have a lot of time in your hands. So retired people. Right. And, and you see that it it a lot of volunteer stuff at churches, uh, you know, and I'm not like dogging that. That's awesome. And, and those those can be noble things to do for sure. But it's 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 definitely a different reality than, than yeah. the average working adult. That being said,
0: would you OK, so would you support obviously you support term limits? Mm-hmm. Would you support better salaries? for younger people to get in those positions. you Now they have term limits, so they can't make a career out of it. <clears throat> because what you said does make sense. Like, you, you, you know, you're a, a person our age or, you know, even like 10 years older than us. It's To get in those positions, like to make any money to stay legislator, it's very difficult. So there's a reason why retired people or rich people do it. So would you support, I guess, better salaries so people could actually live off a wage? You see what I'm saying?
1: Right. But obviously term limits are a thing. I mean... So that's an interesting one. I would say... As far as the the wage thing goes, on a state level, it would be difficult because states generally don't have as much money to pay as many people in that legislature a bunch of money. Very true. That's an interesting bridge to cross. Now, if we just jump ahead to the federal level, <clears throat> I would say yes, they should be paid no different than what maybe the standard English one hundred one at a state university teacher makes. Sure. Right. Not even a professor, just you know the the thirty year old person making the rounds mm-hmm. um, because they're public servants. And their pay should be in line with what a public servant makes. And then, yeah. yes, I think they should have uh, term limits. And I'm not even necessarily going to argue that they have to be super-duper short term limits, right? Because I think it, it it is beneficial if good people can be voted in for a long period of time, right? Mm-hmm. But... There needs to be some kind of cap. We don't want, We can't get into this place where somebody gets so rooted in that it's virtually tenure, right? Like somebody like Joe Biden, who has never had a regular job in their entire life. Yeah. He gets out of law school. He gets a job at city council. He's there for like a year. Bam. Senator. Yeah. And then vice president and then president. Right. Yeah. He, he took all of a whopping four years off of politics right, yeah. to let Hillary Clinton run. And that was it. And that needs to stop. Like There needs to be a mechanism for ending that. I would even go so far as to suggest that the Supreme Court needs to no longer be lifetime appointments. I, I think there needs to be a discussion about 20 years. It's still a long time. It's, it's long not time. like you're just putting them in there for four years, and every four years the government's going to pull the rug out. Even you if could we did it, you know They could all be on different 20 years so that there's never more than one justice mm-hmm. at a time unless somebody dies. I mean, you could, yeah. you could do all of those things. Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely conversation worth having. But I would just kind of end that with, yeah, at the federal level, the pay should be in line with just a public servant. That way sure. the people that get those jobs are not people that are getting money out of it mm-hmm. right it would i don't know you gotta live i i, I i'm not gonna say you
0: because as much as i'm very anti-government especially anti-big you know big government if
1: you're gonna have a public servant go in and then do that position you they have to be able to survive you can't expect them not to i, I would think even bigger than than money in in term limits while i'm thinking about it would be what people don't realize you did not always get to vote for your senator your senator At one point, like how this country originally was all the way up until like the early 1900s, your senator was appointed by your state legislature. And that put the onus of attention back on your state legislature, right? Mm -hmm. So you had to be more involved at the state level if you wanted to have a certain effect at the national level, which is a good thing. That's what's sorely missing in today's society because everybody just ignores their state legislature. And they're all looking at the federal legislature, which is a problem because then the federal legislature wants to act and it just gets more support. I think what people are realizing now is that these state legislatures do mean something, and they do have power. And so that's it's, the power that we need. It's, it's interesting you brought that up, because when... Well, because when you do that, you keep the Senate beholden to the states, yeah. and not just the people, right? right? So you've when they did that, you effectively stripped some power away from the state legislatures and from the governors, and you just gave it to the mob at large, which is yeah. very, very against... What it means to be a republic, which is what America is. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so it's interesting. Like you brought that up. I
0: when I was having that first very political conversation the other day, we we talked about like uh, how basically how government works, and, mm-hmm. and 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 we've talked about this before, and I, and, I, and it baffles my mind, and I know that people still don't understand, and it's I think it's partly because we've just been conditioned to believe that like the federal government, the the, the king at the top, they're the ones who really have the power. And we've said thousands of times, like, the sheriff, you know, in your county, they hold more power. So I was talking about, we were talking about the, uh, um, the vaccine, you know, mandates and executive order if it turns into a law. And this guy's like, they can come in, the federal government, they can do it. And you can't do nothing about it. And I was like, well, no, hold on. I said, and I like to use the marijuana thing as an example. <laughs> right. I said, so I said, for marijuana. I said, now it's still illegal, uh, illegal at a federal level. I said, but, you know, state levels. You know, California, Colorado years ago, they were like, yeah, like this, we're going to make it legal. I said, and they did. I said, you could also have a, it's where it's illegal in a, in a state, I said, but then you could have a county that made it, it le- made it legal. I said, or you could even have a city that made it legal within that city or decriminalized it. And one guy even goes, "Yeah, like 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 some counties are dry counties." I said, "You're absolutely right." Another guy pipes up. He goes, "Well, no, no, no." He goes, "This federal government can still come in and they can still arrest those people." They I can said, "Try." I, they, I said, "They can try." Well, no, they can do it. I said, "They can try." I said, and if you have a sheriff that's supposed to be doing his job, I said, and they and they to arrest those people, I said, "Well, where are they going to take them?" I said, "They're going to take them to the damn local police station." I said they're just going to get let go. I said they could come in. Let's say they did arrest those people. I said then it is the job of the sheriff and his boys to go arrest those federal people, put them in jail, and let the other guys go. And he's like, well, and he then he went on about why. Well, you know, the the only reason why it's it's we're talking about marijuana still. The only reason why you know the government doesn't go in and intervene is because you know they've realized that you know they made some mistakes. And then it's wildly unbobbed. I was like, what? Well, like, first of all, the federal government didn't realize they made any mistakes. Because how much money did the federal government make off yeah, the war on drugs it's and, about? The, and the illegalization of marijuana? It's like, they didn't realize. They finally, oh, we can't just go in and arrest those people. But so many people don't think. They think that. I was like, I like to tell you. It's like an upside down pyramid. How much money
1: does the DEA in the prison system lose oh, if yeah. they quit prosecuting marijuana? Or I mean, cocaine or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. You know? And...
0: I, I, the the state level, the local levels, and, and it's like that's how this country was designed. Like your your town is supposed to hold more power than the county. The county is supposed to more, hold more power than the state, the state than the federal government. The federal government shouldn't have that much, but we, we as people have – because we don't get involved in local right. politics anymore. You know, the, the the senator thing you just talked about. We just uh, – I just vote for the guy who's president, you know. Right. I am more involved now in local politics than I have ever been in my life. Yeah.
1: Which, yep. You know, I, even for me, that's been kind of an awakening with like the school board stuff. Mm-hmm. And you now we haven't won that fight, and we're probably not going to win it. But it's opened the eyes to realize that, man, these decisions is really just this is just seven people that all live within six miles of me. Yeah. You know this this that's it. This yeah. is this isn't a have to go battle the feds or you know fight city hall even necessarily. You know. And, you, yeah, and even on, like, the sheriff thing, like, you know, to go back to the Second Amendment stuff, like, let's say the feds want to come take the guns. Well, how many times in the past have we seen sheriffs in, like, Virginia and Texas and stuff say, oh, not going to happen here. I'm not going to enforce it. And if you do, I'm going to deputize all these citizens to go start arresting the feds, right? The, yeah. the resistance would be huge. Yeah. And, yeah, that people need to, to start realizing that, and they need to start picking local politicians accordingly. Because, yeah. you know, the feds could do a lot of things, but... Doesn't well, that, mean they're going to be able to,
0: and I think it. It also we we've been conditioned through, like even the movies. You know, you always see that movie where the FBI comes and this is our jurisdiction. <sighs> Every other now. TV
1: show on network, yeah, TV. and it's it like glorify no, hold the hold FBI, on.
0: yeah, the FBI, any 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 the ATF, the NSA, any of those right. fucking d c i a Well, this is our jurisdiction now, and they just kicked the local sheriff out of the way. It's like that's not how it's supposed to be, right? I mean, you know, it's like well, hold on, I, I you know, but. So I explained to the guy, and he never, like, it just would not click for him. The other people in the room, they were like, yeah. One, one person goes, hey, can you, can you write my religious exemption paper? Yeah. Because <laughs> we went on personal beliefs and stuff like that, too. And yeah. that's one thing that kills me, too, is we, I talk about this at work, about personal beliefs. And people are like, well, that's not a religion. I said, well, no, hold the fuck on because I'm not even a religious guy. I said, but the, the, the company does not get to decide what's a religion and what's not a religion. Right. I said, neither does the state, because we have a separation of church and state. I said, but the government does not get to decide what's a religion and what's not a religion. I said, right now, start a new religion. Religion of Jeremy, I said, my only thing is I'm against the COVID-19 vaccine. I said, who can say my religion isn't real? Well, it's not. I said, who gets to decide my religion's not real? Right. You? No, you sure fucking don't. Right. I, said, I was like, there is a religion out there called the religion of the flying spaghetti monster. And I, and I know masks were like, anti-mat like they were not for mass right. mandates i'm pretty sure vaccines too like and 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 that's actually recognized and one guy said well yeah. you you got a file for i said no no i said i think you're talking about like a five one three c that the charities file for i said but then again i said that is the government getting to decide if your religion is real yeah. and the government said, uses true.
1: uses that religion language the way they do intentionally mm-hmm. because they know that there are not a lot of you know explicitly organized places that are going to come out and say that yeah. now, There are individual preachers, for sure, all over the place. And then there are lots of people who you know, believe one thing or another. And, and in Kansas, that was a, a court case over the school vaccine thing years mm-hmm. ago. And it basically ended with personal belief. Because, yeah, who decides what a religion is? Because if we're just going by the state thing, well, then you're just arguing tax-exempt status. Which, at that point, you're telling me that the only beliefs that are allowed are the ones that the state approves? Bullshit, Well, that's yeah, fucked e- up. Exactly. So they can't do that. That's why, you know, you'll see even the IAM out where we are, um, paid that lawyer and they put out that, you know, the, the conscientious subjective thing is absolutely valid yeah. in that regard, right? They can't force you to do something that goes against your beliefs unless they can prove that, you know, not doing so would be some grave risk, which is how hospitals have have gotten around the, the mandates because their argument is that, well, you know, you might get these other people that are already really messed up sick and right? things like that, but, but a regular you know, factory that has had people working 24 seven since all this started, I think it'd be a much bigger burden yeah. for them to cross to justify that. Well, we can't have you working here without this thing, even though for the last two years we did and there was no issues whatsoever. Right. The only grave thing
0: that would happen there is you might hurt the company's pocketbook. Right. <laughs> I mean, Which of course
1: it it's just, bad. well, but even then, you know, like even in, in our world, that's, it's all just completely made up. It's, you know, the, the, you know you going home without pay so they lose a little bit of production but they're the ones who sent you home without pay yeah like they could just keep you there while you're healthy and get a negative test is just as easily a negative test on your expense even right like it just this isn't even hard to think about it just Mm -mm. it's all politics
0: yeah it's wild man i don't know We'll, we'll see more and more how how this pans out with with all the vaccine mandates and stuff like that and you know to kind of finish off here, one thing I you know talked to those people about, and I said, you know, the crazy conspiracy theorists, you know, we we said at the beginning, you know, that that we're against mask mandates because we know what it leads to next. Yeah, and I said, and, it, and we said it led to the <clears throat> led to vaccine mandates, and I said, and 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 that guess what, that's happening. I said we're against vaccine mandates because that leads to vaccine passports. I said that's gonna happen. I was like, what happens after vaccine passports, and. You know these these people. They're just like no. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Literally every other every first fucking world Western country on Earth. Yeah. that has happened. Yeah. So what is next? You know, like the social credit system. You know, like in the end, it all leads back to climate change. Too. Yeah. They're it's, good. The they they are. They. You know. I'll give it to them. They're good because they've kind of taken us away from the climate change thing. That was the main focus for yeah. well since like the seventies. So that's that's kind of and it's this pandemic. But in the end, it all leads right back to that.
1: Yep. Yep. I, uh, man, we didn't even talk about the depopulation conspiracies. Maybe we should just bait that and record another episode here in a day or two. um, Okay. And lead with that one.
0: Yeah, we need to. We need to get into it. All right, guys. Well, I think that does it for this episode. So, see you later. Yeah, we do need to. I actually forgot about that. I did too, as we got, I
1: was like, oh, shit.